Harper. Hits him in the air. Left back. It goes. MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me. Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. Coming up on TMS, Brian bends the knee. When one door closes, a door becomes a window. Ooh, the uterus is done. The sauce of the monkey. Cysticles. Concentrated boob sweat. Between a rock and a Dwayne place. Freezing aliens. Prove it. You can't. I'm dreaming of a weird Christmas. I don't like punditry. 11 and negative 11 are close enough. Obviously, it's aliens. Ship before you remove. Gamer, grandpa, bathwater. One testicle too many with Amy. Therapy Thursday with Wendy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. You see? You see? You're stupid mimes. Stupid. Stupid. Damn. The Morning Stream. Time to put some hustle behind this muscle. Good morning and welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for Thursday, December 22nd, 2022. We got a 2222 in the house. Mm -hmm. Just for a little while longer, though. 12, 22, 22. That's three. Tw uh, uh, wait. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. One, yes. two, three, four. Wait, one, one. two. Three, basically four, one two 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 yeah that's pretty good two, 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 two. i mean it's not like a two 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 but it'd be it's pretty, no, it's no. pretty good if we only had a 22nd month oh be perfect smart smart a 22nd month with uh <laughs> 22 days perfect right so i gotta ask it's like 16 degrees here people in montana yeah. are at like negative 30 uh where's colorado today colorado currently right now looking at the uh the annoying apple watch uh negative 12 currently negative 12 i thought 16 was bad but negatives bad. in colorado damn it yeah. that's cold yeah. mm. and uh Dean and i decided we would go out last night uh at the start of this it basically we left the house as the front was moving in sorry i'm uh, wiping my nose as I talk. Oh, it's, a very, it's a very hygienic thing for you to do. It's fine. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, here, let me use some, some uh, hand sanitizer yeah, on my hands. While I, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. <laughs> um, anyway, we went to... Uh, <laughs> uh, we left the house. and It was 41 degrees last night at about 4.30. We went to this thing called camp christmas or as i call it a tool video set like. <laughs> at least that first one actually a couple of parts of it looked like a tool video. or like some scene in resident evil 8 or something it was like hor horrifying it's, it, was, uh, it was horrible it, well it's it's uh so it's intended to be like they bill it as the quirkiest christmas thing you'll you'll go to right. and it absolutely is and i took pictures of the you know i, I posted pictures of the more uh, nightmare inducing parts of it there's a you know there's a reindeer 
in a room with a disco ball and it's got those spikes on it that you know like you put on the sides of buildings to keep pigeons from landing oh yeah yeah uh and then there was a picture of a a weird like uh smiling boy running the uh like a candy store kid running a candy store actually a diner yeah oh it's a diner okay i see it's I a diner. The he just sways back and forth with his mouth wide open like ah He's holding one of those huge suckers you used to get when you were kids, the big round exactly. um, yep. deals. And then uh and then a an owl <laughs> that is full of fire. Like it's a it's an owl that is made of of uh steel and fire. Oh, that reminds me of the big Vegas praying mantis outside of the container park. Oh yeah, very much so like container park praying mantis. Yeah, yeah for totally sure. Totally having that vibe here. So was this all just uh, like a big art installation? It sounds like, or it, sort of, yeah. It's like a, it's an outdoor thing at Belmar Park, and it's, uh, it's called Camp Christmas, and it's and those are kind of the, the the weirdest parts. Although there is a whole room you go through that's got mannequins with weird Christmas hats, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like a a giant uh, coffee cake, and another one that's got like a bunch of Christmas trees, and that one's. Because the lighting in there is like all weird pink floor lighting pointing up, yeah, and so it's that's kind of creepy in, in and of itself as well. Wow! But there's other things in there, like basically they've got thirty Christmas trees all staggered around the place that are pun trees, okay. pun Christmas trees. So you have to look at them and, and try and figure out what the pun is. And there's a little QR code if you give up, and you can you can then figure out. But uh, you know, there's one that's got a bunch of pictures of uh, Tom Hanks. As uh, Forrest Gump, different photos of them <laughs> hanging as ornaments. Okay, and that is a forest tree. Really, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Forest, forest Gump tree. Forest I get it. tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I get it. That's good. The uh, my favorite was the one that had uh, little Roger rabbits, and and then little uh, paper dolls of people like James Bond and and uh, 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 old cowboy dude shoot cameras not john wayne but like one of those you know, roadway rogers and stuff oh, like that gotcha mm-hmm. and that was a roger doll tree oh my it was like Lord. roger moore and roy rogers and roger rabbit and they were all dolls and it's a roger doll tree that they went far for that one they went far and i, I like that one that one was that one was fantastic that's great yeah so there were 30 like 30 of them around there it's awesome so that's cool man yeah i would go uh, with this then there was like a uh i should send you the video of this like a you know thing you sit down and it sprays guilt remover on you and then there's like a guilt remover remover. it's like it looks like a windex bottle but it says guilt remover on it and it just it just shoots like smoke at you it's not shooting any sort of spray which would have sucked in the uh at that point 11 degree weather we were out in walking through this thing yeah you don't want that Oh, no. it was already 11 last night? It was yeah. already 11. It was, went from 41 when we left the house at 4.30. By the time we got there at uh, about 5.15, 5.30, it had already dropped down to 11 degrees. It was yeah. like that quick a drop in temperature. They were so, reporting this in uh, Wyoming. I guess it dropped as quickly as like seven minutes or eight minutes. Yeah. Went from we, the 40s uh, to the negative. You know, as much as my little uh, sciatica would allow, we kind of sprinted through that place. And we would have waited, obviously, 
if they weren't, if tomorrow or Saturday weren't the last day and we have stuff going on, but I'm like, oh, I really want to see this. Let's get tickets. Yeah, I know we're going on a day when it's supposed to drop before the big temperature drop day, which is today. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, anyway, I guess 11 is uh, better than a negative 13, but not much, <laughs> not much better. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't, once you get down below a certain number, eh, 11 and negative 11 feel pretty dang close to each other. <laughs> Well, it's funny you say that because I have a connected yeah. story that happened to me last night. Oh, excellent. Let's hear about it. We, uh, I took my niece and nephew, Kim and I did, took our niece and nephew uh, who've been home alone while their parents are in Mississippi until they're, they're home now. But anyway, we took them out to dinner and we decided to take them oh, to nice. Tony Burger, this place we really like that makes these amazing burgers and they're they're close by and it you know, looked like it was going to snow. So we're like, we don't want to go too far. and say Tony Burger? Tony Burger, it's called. Tony Burger, okay, all right. And uh, it's very good. It's kind of a staple in this. It's the local deal. I don't think they're anywhere else. Nice. Anyway, they got like three locations. So we went to the one near us. Great as usual. Love their stuff. We sit down. We're we're hanging out. We're talking. And um, right in the middle of all this, I hear a guy at another table go, and and I'm not making this accent up. This is the accent. (laughs) All right? Okay. He goes, you hear about that temp drop in Wyoming? I have a hunch it's aliens. And he said it in a way where I went, okay, am I meant, is he joking? Right. You have to look over and see the expression on his face. Is he like, he's like, I hear it's aliens. Yeah. I got a hunch it's aliens. And he was dead serious and then went on to explain why he thinks it's aliens because ain't no time in history temperature dropping eight minutes that far. There's no way this is just natural occurring. And just went on and on and on. And, um, Oh, the other thing I was going to say about him is he had on a hat. Can you know I always complain about hats are too small for me? They don't fit me very well. Yeah. yeah. Um, once in a while, like I've, these Under Armour yeah. ones do, and that's about all I can buy anymore. This was a guy like me with a big, dumb head, mm-hmm. but he didn't care that the hat didn't fit him. He's wearing one of those <laughs> trucker hats that is literally just sitting up there. Just resting on the top. Well, okay, so so kind of like this, right? Like, yeah, uh, a bit like that. Like that? Like yeah, that, basically? a bit like that, except that's, sty- <laughs> that's stylish, at least, right? <laughs> I think so. That has some, the like... The AI generator felt like it was stylish. <laughs> there was at least a little panache there. This guy's was yeah. like... He, if he turned to the right, the hat was going to stay in the same direction. Just like, stay there. <laughs> anyway, he was <laughs> sure. It was ta- and he was talking to some other dude who was all hunched over in a camo oh. jacket looking all skeevy. And they were just going on and on about how this proves aliens. There's no way this, you know, finally we have some definitive proof because of this weather thing. And I'm like, man, you know, take you two seconds to Google fastest temperature change in north america right. and i'll right. bet we're exactly. not i bet we're not I mean, even there yet so we we just had such a such an out you know a new crop of scientists that have just totally joined the uh the population in the last few years that mm-hmm. it just amazes me that we had all these secret scientists who are now coming out of the woodwork and, i know uh, they well they've been uh, hiding it like this guy during the day is you know a, a sanitation worker and he that's his cover hey, let's not let's not rip on sanitation no workers. not at all those guys are great i love them we gave them gifts this year but but you know that's the cover clear, you do clearly this guy is not a lawyer like no he did not pass the bar no or like no 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 but he is hiding successfully as a scientist under wraps and uh yes last yes, night exactly. he let a little bit of it leak and i overheard it now i understand that if aliens are responsible way, yeah. you know we're smart people scott if only there was a way that we could figure out to uh to make some money and, and take advantage of of people like this, it yeah, just, you know, yeah, I like mean, I don't know, like 
like come up with a set of <laughs> digital NFT cards that they could buy. Yeah, really bad <laughs> ones. Mind. I guess we already have somebody doing that, don't we? No, that'd be uh, great. I guess- no, that'd be yeah. great. We could say, um, hey, don't, uh, boy, this economy, the, the inflation and the gas prices are so bad. <laughs> Whoa, hundred bucks for not even one I get to choose, but it's random, and I don't even know how to get exactly. it once I pay for it. And I could have screen grabbed it and gotten the same thing. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you can't say thanks, Biden, to that one, can you? No, <laughs> thanks, no. Biden. <laughs> Someone in the chat says, uh, "Sell some bathwater." All right, let's get that going. All right, cool. Remember, we talked about that girl. I'd have to take a bath to the, do that. I think, <laughs> I think she's still doing that. The girl. I'm that sure was, she is. Yeah, that bathwater, and then we have the. The under boob sweat. Oh, that sheet. one fouls me out. I can't. Uh, like, at least bath water is mostly water. I mean, I wouldn't want it. I don't want to pay for it. I, they're, they're both at, they're both at, uh, see, this is where the 11 degrees and negative 11 degrees uh, <laughs> we're already comes there. back into play. Here's the, here's the, <laughs> that's where we're at. <laughs> the no, bath water and wrong. the under boob sweat are basically the 11 and the negative 11 degrees where the, I can't the, tell the difference. The value is, or the value of the tub water would be, it has the boob sweat in it. It's just now, it, it's watered down, right? Sure. So sure. if you're getting concentrated straight from the source boob sweat, blah, blah, uh, blah. Yeah. I mean, what are you doing with any of this? Is I don't know why. Like exactly. Somebody's, yeah. It's like whoever whoever buys one is not going to care. Well, I, it's watered down. Yeah, it's, it's not as good. It's only I wish it was more concentrated. <laughs> it's only eight bucks an ounce. I want to pay 25. Yeah, exactly. For the real stuff, I don't know why that accent is on that guy too. But listen, when is. we're in Vegas, we'll uh, uh, we'll we'll you and I will get into the um, the Plaza hot tub. Okay, together. All right, I'm ready. And uh, then when we're done, we'll bottle up all that water and we'll sell it uh, for for TMS co-host like host water, right? Like yeah, it's, you know. Yeah, I like I like that. Yeah. And we'll just even yeah. like a Dasani bottle full or something, you know, nothing crazy. Yeah, exactly. We can actually sell them right there at the event. Yeah. Probably. Claire will be there. She'll buy it. <laughs> I'll take a gin and hot tub water, please. <laughs> more more gin though than normal. Put as much in there as you can put. <laughs> oh, this is watered down. Oh. <laughs> it's not the same. I was uh, really hoping for some Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, well, there you go. Oh, I see what you mean. I see where you're going. Uh, hey, a quick note. This is a yeah. technical note. I hope this helps a few people because there's been slight confusion. Nothing too crazy. But um, if you're using some kind of ancient pod catcher software, something real old and not supported anymore, just be aware that the feeds might be a little wonky for you because um, I changed hosts. And while anybody using anything modern will have no problem, it'll all be automatic. Uh, everything's being redirected uh, properly through the internet, through proper protocols and all that. But the moving of RSS feeds can be a little fruity sometimes, and especially over the first 24 hours or so. So if you've had issues and you're like, I don't see the show, or why is it not on the feed? It'll be there. Just give it a sec. Some of these caches have to clear. I've tested everything, and it's all working, I think. Um, this was a major, major stressful thing for me over the last couple of weeks trying to get this done. Sure. Now that it's yeah. all done... TMS and everything else should be flowing to whoever gets it. This is, we're speaking audio here, so you know if you're getting if you're already doing video stuff, none of that's changed. But but the the audio version of the show, which is 99% of you, uh, should be showing up in your in your players. Like if you're using Overcast or uh, freaking Pocket Cast, Downcast, any of those podcast apps, 
uh, whatever Android thing you may be using. Google Podcasts has been a little weird, but it's always weird. The thing is kind of garbage. I wish Google yeah. would update it. It's just not good. But it's, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff is all all tested here and worked. So if you have any problems, just poke me and let me know. I'm happy to dig into it and see if there's something weird. Like somebody yesterday said, hey, the mega feed where I put everything on, like every show gets put on the mega feed. Um, some people listen that way. And the guy's like, hey, that didn't show up on the mega feed. And I went, oh, yeah, the mega feed. I totally forgot about the mega feed. <laughs> so I fixed the mega feed yesterday, and it is also working now. So as far as I know, I have covered all my dumb bases, and everything's good. Okay? I don't have a team of 50 people working on this. I got me. No. Got you. I got, got me. You. you got me, babe. Anyway, uh, as Cher once said, you've got me. Uh, all right. There's that. Hey, hey, there's some birthdays. Who's who's having birthdays? Yeah. Uh, Chloe, the wife of uh, Bernanate, celebrating her birthday. Today is the day that she was born, is is the way that he phrased it. And she uh, lets him hang out and hear in chat all the time. So happy birthday to Chloe, wife of Bernanate. Nice. Uh, chat says, I thought Frog Pants was a big conglomerate. I wish. I'm too much of a control freak. I don't ever... I don't ever <laughs> let people do anything. But and that um, works, you know what? That works both to your success and no, I don't want to say failure, but your success and your your stress level. Right? Oh, yeah. It's like 100%. Because I've said, hey, let me take this on for you. Can I take mm-hmm. this on for you? And it's a struggle sometimes to say, to, to pull stuff away. No, from you're it, absolutely right. right. And it's, it's yeah. weird because part of it is, um, I think I had some PTSD from. Like partnerships, this this not this isn't to say that you're sure. a problem, not of at all. Of course, of course, no, yeah, I, not not even remotely. But like like my dad had partnerships that completely screwed up everything, made yeah. him have to go bankrupt at one point. Um, I worked for a guy who owes me eighty nine thousand dollars, still does. I'm never going to see that money. Like I just, I always feel like ah, if I can do, if I can pull off a lot of this myself, then I don't have to think mm-hmm. about or worry about any of those issues. But Brian's absolutely right. It's like stress ball McGee over here sometimes. And uh, yeah, that, no, that I get it. it. Like I basically had to say, dude, I'm I'm taking over uh, TMS Vegas. I'm doing all the scheduling and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, da, da, da. and I'm really By glad you way, did because it's great. I love what you do with it. But yeah, uh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, wasn't planning on talking about this, and we'll just talk about it for a second. But just to get the the idea, get that thing rolling in your head that uh, for ideas, obviously too late for 2023. But a thing to think about for 2024: HyperX Sports Arena, mm. the uh, new uh, catering manager, events planner manager. I think that's who she is. She's an events planning manager. Emailed me yesterday and said, "Hey, we would love to have you back." Really? Uh, let us know what uh, let us know what you, you you'd like to do here. Yeah. But how cool would it be? Listen, I love the plaza and I, I love Bernadette and all the stuff that they've done for us at the plaza. But if we could do a stay at the Luxor, nobody has to drive anywhere, Uber, blah blah blah. It's all there in one place. Restaurants, yeah. bars, all that stuff. Yeah. We do one TMS Vegas there. We do some big thing at the HyperX Sports Arena. That's not just a video game tournament, but also a live TMS. It sounds like they'd be willing to, to to let us do something weird, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'd be into that. Yeah, hell yeah. I was almost going to propose, hey, can we do a Marvel Snap tournament there on the big screen? Could why we? Not? Could we? Why not? <laughs> I mean, you could. I don't know why you couldn't. I mean, by then, it's the so PC cool. version will be out. So, yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so so to, uh, to, to 
short notice for us to do anything for 2023 plus you know we've got the sand dollar right there at the yeah. plaza i can't wait to hang out there with everybody do our live show there oh yeah we're we're, we're good yeah. for this year but yeah i love that idea especially if they're willing to work with us and do something cool and it isn't yeah, just sure. pay us five grand and rent it that's all bye right exactly yeah I'm not saying they would, but maybe they. Would. No, I think that is what it would be. I think it would be probably something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say. Yeah. yeah, that's that's possible. But if we work everything around it, it might work. Right, that might work fine. Yeah, exactly, exactly. If like you know the the prices and stuff like that, we can figure it out. Anyway, yeah, just I, I agree. And also get, get uh, the, the the thought train, the idea train rolling uh, for us. And, that's right. All aboard, everybody. All aboard. That's right. Exactly. Next week, a little bit, and also obviously after the first of the year, we'll be locking down uh, swag and ticket stuff for this year. So yeah. watch for that coming soon. Uh, we'll have more more soon. All right. Yeah, it's going to exactly. be fun. All right. Cool. And Claire anyway. will be there. All right. <clears throat> let's get Amy There's in. That. We got to get Amy yes. in. Uh, apparently, so I'm. Uh, let's see here. She, I guess Chuck's having some surgery this morning. Yeah, yeah. What? What is it? Do you know? I guess we're are we not uh, meant to know. I don't. We don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's okay that we don't know. I just worried because I didn't know it was happening. And she says, "Hey, uh, if I don't answer right away, just text me and let me know, and I'll step yeah, outside." Yeah, she she asked me to just ping her in chat. Or ping her in text. Uh, oh, that's when good. We were getting ready to pull her in, so I did that while we were just wrapping up. Okay, awesome. Uh, hopefully, he's good. Uh, whatever's going on, yeah, I didn't man. know there was. We'll see if she wants to say any more than that. A little back to back surgery going on here at the uh, the exactly. Red Fraggle House. Yeah. Let's see. No answer yet. <laughs> at Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock, baby. Yeah. Uh, let's see. No answer. Oh, there she is. Hi. Is this you? Hi, it's me. Oh, good. <laughs> is this you? Is this you? <laughs> I guess that's a weird way to do that. Uh, it's uh, it's Amy who stepped out into the hallway of some sort of medical establishment. Hi, Amy. Welcome back to the show. Hi, I am doing well. How are you guys doing? Good, good, good. How's Chuck? Is he? He's good. All good. Yeah. He's fine. He's sitting back there in the prep area still. And um, so I came like just scooting out and I thought, oh, okay, cool. There's a, in the waiting area, there's like a, a door to go outside right there. And I thought, oh, this is cool. They'll, I'll just pop right out there. Yeah. And then I'm standing in front of the door and I'm waiting for it to slide hmm. and it doesn't work. Uh-oh. And then the receptionist behind me says, yeah, it doesn't work. It's basically a big window. <laughs> And I was like, okay. Like you're, um, like you're uh, uh, <laughs> just <laughs> invisible to this thing, invisible to its right. invisible eye. Yeah. So, so exactly. he's, uh, so there's a weird to do back to back surgeries like this. Like you're just barely over your thing, and now he's got to go right in there. Hopefully, it's nothing too serious. Yeah. yeah. It, it is a little weird. It was like, you know, because I've kind of deferred to him on doing a bunch of stuff, like, you know, taking the dogs out and things like that. And then, now all of a sudden that's going to be my job and he's going to defer to me so it's yeah, a little bit sure. it's a little bit wonky but yeah you guys really who scheduled those first he did oh oh, oh yes yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. so mine was going originally going to happen like probably the first of next year like maybe february or so yeah. um uh-huh. but then they had a cancellation and they said hey we can do uh-huh. it on december 5th and i said yes gotcha <laughs> okay 
Somebody's yeah, somebody's so. somebody's uh, uh, uterus had to wait a little longer. That's all. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't it wasn't ripe or something. No. Yeah. No. You yeah. gotta. You can't pick exactly. them before they're ready. Absolutely. Not fully baked. Yeah. Exactly. Stick a toothpick in. If it doesn't come out clean, then it's gotta go back in. Yeah. You use one of those right. turkey turkey popper things. You stick in there, and it's uh, it'll tell you. Yeah. You know that exactly. Just like when your belly button pops out. Yeah. It's done. You know, yeah. That's done. when you know. Exactly. Uh, well, it's good to have you here. We're gonna do a read this with Amy anyway. We were supposed to open some gifts Amy sent, but mine is still under a giant pile of unsorted mail at my P.O. box, and I don't know what's going on over there. I gotta, I'm going over there today to see what's going on. Worst um, P.O. box ever, if you ask me. I agree. I don't know if they just got overwhelmed. Are they, they're they a little mom and pop kind of run franchise, and I don't know if they just got overwhelmed this year. I don't know what's going on. That's why I gotta go over there well, and see what's up, because yeah. they definitely got the package. It's just, they don't have it to hand to me, and I don't know why that is. So, we figured we'd do this today anyway, and then yeah. next week, uh, Monday, if it's here, we'll pull Amy in for a quick gift uh, exchange opening deal. Exactly. Yeah, yes. yeah get a get a bonus little little bit of me. Yeah, a That'll bit of bonus good. you. Yeah, bonus you. <laughs> uh, excellent. Well, let's get to uh, the read this for the week. Um, you sent me a clip here. Do you uh, do you want to set this up before I play it? Sure. Um, so this is a very timely, seasonal classic of a thing, and um, that most people I don't think have seen or read mm. um cool. and but okay. but it's still uh, amazingly charming and and timely so that's what i'll say about it okay all right well here is the clip wings mr santa claus i need new wings not fancy wings just plain jane low rent barely bent homegrown bare bone off the shelf two part kmart no frills flappers it would be an improvement over my own. As your record should show, I am a bird. Specifically, a penguin. An embarrassing accident of birth, for which I do not blame my mother. I prefer to blame Congress. Wow. I don't know what this is. It's Fight Club, right? I think it's Fight Club. The penguin was the giveaway right there. Yeah. So this is uh, the the audio clip was actually taken from the animated uh, TV special that they did for the book by Berkeley Breathed, who, if oh. that name sounds familiar, it's, uh, you know, Bloom County. Sure. Yeah. Is that Opus? There's... That was Opus the Penguin. <laughs> really? Okay. And the the name of it is A Wish for Wings That Work. And oh, wow. Okay. This is old. Yeah, this is. Yes. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's very old. And in fact, I, I apologized everyone a little bit because it's actually out of print. Hmm. Um, but you can still get it. You know, you can. Yeah. If you know the right but, source, um, you can get anything today. Exactly. And yeah. it's, it is lovely and charming. <laughs> and it's fun to, it's a fun thing to consume with your kids. And the audio there, like I said, is from the animated special. And I it's had no idea there just, was an animated special. I didn't special. either. Never heard of it. So, yeah. yeah. I had never heard of it either. And Chuck has the DVD and we watch it every year. And it's huh. Robin Williams is in it. Oh, that's cool. It's really? Bananas. Oh, he's telling me he yeah. doesn't build a cat. Yeah. No, like Bill the Cat actually doesn't really speak. Um, although I think Frank Welker probably does some voice <laughs> work for him. All that all little. the all Bill the Cat has to say is act. 
yeah, that's yeah. He he does do some hacking up of things, but yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, like he's like a little small part in there, and yeah, you can you can easily hear that it's Robin Williams when you when it gets to that point. But (laughs) yeah, it's bonkers. I was like, I've never heard this, and I love it. I absolutely love it. And I mean, if you Google it, you can find. I mean, people have put it up on youtube and not gotten a strike for it so you can you can literally go watch it on youtube it's adorable and charming and fun and everything you want in bloom county and uh yeah so that's my my little recommendation for right here right before christmas <laughs> yeah. oh that's awesome that's awesome so, yeah i love re- it so you probably can find that on uh youtube and uh at least the the animated thing i'm sure is on there yeah yeah mm-hmm. um, yeah and there are, you know there if you go if you go to like amazon or probably barnes and noble or or some other bookseller you can probably find mm-hmm. used copies of the book as well mm-hmm. and um you know i mean like i say it's it's everything you want from a, a berkeley breathed uh property you know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. i just noticed icor has the link so i have i've oh, pinned it, it right to, uh, pinned it to the chat for those in twitch and you can grab that for the next 10 minutes or so it'll just be up there cool start to cool. use this cool new pin feature um yeah. <clears throat> well that's awesome and uh, i didn't even know it existed neither did brian i, I don't know why i'd never heard oh. of this i feel like it's uh i mean how long how old is this let's see 91 yeah i mean it's old it's like it's in you know I mean, obviously, it was <laughs> when Robin Williams was still with us. Yeah. Okay. And and we don't even have the Blu-ray of it. We have the DVD. So we have to, it has to, you know, when we watch it, it looks crappy. But yeah, I wonder. But we still love it. <laughs> I wonder if it's like, um, I don't know what this reminds me of. Kind of like that Olive, the other reindeer. Oh, yeah. Movie. It's funny because that oh, just came yeah. up in trivia the other night. Oh, did it? That's a great yeah. little movie. We had to, is it? Yeah. Uh, we it, we came up like, what what Christmas film features uh, Drew Barrymore doing the voice of the title character? And one of the people, the, the Jeopardy winner in our group, the Jeopardy and uh, who wants to be a millionaire yeah. contestant in our group said, I think that's Olive, the other reindeer. And we're, oh, as a, she said, as a Jack Russell Terrier, the, the, the clue or the question was oh right and she said oh i think oh that's gosh. all of the other reindeer and i said no that's <laughs> that's a, that's this is about a reindeer yeah, yeah. come on yeah. but sure enough, <laughs> they were right <laughs> exactly what it was and fortunately she she corrected me and said no i'm pretty sure this is what it is oh good i'm glad she prevailed it's a it's yeah. a very cool movie and it reminds me of this in the sense that it's so obscure now no hardly anybody's heard of it mm-hmm. and i when, didn't know about it either oh you should I, see it it's i wonderful. hadn't heard of it yeah. Wonderful thing. Well, it's we hard, did, but it's we hard did a to little find. marathon of, of Christmassy watching last night, and I, I finally got around to watching Klaus. Oh, that's great. Oh, I don't need to see that. Yeah, that's great. That thing's on perpetual replay at my uh, at Van's house. They just watch it all the time. They love it. Hmm. Yeah, it's really good. See, I can't even find all of the other reindeer on even just watch. Like It's oh, like it really? doesn't exist. I know it does. It's on IMDb, of course. Um, yeah, but it's like this in that nobody yeah, can sure get enough, it. So not even a mention of it. Huh. Yeah, which is why yeah, I love like this he, kind of stuff. Kind of, yeah. It's kind of weird. Like I tried because I tried to see. I thought Chuck said we had a copy of the book, but unfortunately, no. We have like we have the last Basilope, but we don't have uh, Wish for Wings that work. Mm-hmm. And um, and so then I went on Amazon to see. I was like, okay, maybe I can get like a PDF copy or of it or something so that I at least you know have the book to be talking about it nope 
can't oh, find it. But wow. I mean, like I say, you can order it used, but it would be here sometime next month. You know, oh, sure. and I wanted right. to talk about it for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, so. no, perfect. I forgot to mention that's a Matt Groening joint. The all of the other reindeer was a. Uh, oh wow! He, he produced okay. it. And I think wrote it. Let's see. He uh, really stars, uh, <clears throat> Let's see. I guess he just produ- executive produced it, but you know that's that's cool. And it's got a bunch of people from from The Simpsons on it, like Dan Castellanet is in it. Joe Joey Pants is in it. Brian, he's ah, great. Love Joey Pants. Peter McNichol, <laughs> Edward Ed Asner, Tim Meadows, Jay Moore, Michael Stipe. Michael Stipe. Michael Stipe. Michael Stipe. Yeah. yeah. It's random. David Herman, Dietrich Bader. It's awesome. Get, I, I hate that. I'm not trying to hijack your thing, I promise, but it just made me realize or remind me how awesome all of the other reindeer is. It's really good. No, no, no. That's great. I, that's, that's why I love this segment, man. I mean, hi, I'm familiar with y'all. I listen to Film Sack. I, y'all yeah. talk about movie like this i think this is also part of why not because you've done so many movies although that's part of it yeah but yeah. also because you guys talk about at like con like 16 movies in one episode yep. because you're going off on tangents and it's great yeah that's what makes all that's that's you know, people, the people like the, the uh, what is it? The spice of the soup. The spice right of the soup. That's, the sauce of the of the of the monkey, or the I don't know. I don't know yeah. what to call it. Um, <laughs> I didn't know this. I, I guess this this uh, all of the other renders based on a book. So I didn't know that. But anyway, it's a uh, it's rad, and also it's all entirely on YouTube. Uh, Icor found say, it based on a book, but also like sponsored by Target or some somebody Coles or something like that. Wasn't oh, really? A, <laughs> yeah, I, I want to say there was like a uh, some sort of retail. Uh, connection with uh, all of the other reindeer. Oh, I bet the year it came out, there was tons of merch. I think so, yeah. Very strange art style, too. I love it. I I love that. That's cool. Totally worth seeing if you get a minute. And uh, also, it sounds like this is, too. Uh, You know what? We should put both those links, those YouTube links in... um, Oh, Quick TMS? Quick TMS, uh, yeah. Just like the one for... uh, hers and then this olive one I yes think it'd be good. i will do that right now because it's <coughs> yeah it's a, it is a read read this up the uh, segment and i forgot to do that so yeah well, thanks for reminder i'll just <laughs> the last couple thursdays so uh yeah i keep hearing that uh animated scrooge that's the new one on netflix the netflix original one that just came out on Dece- in december um benicio del toro or, or uh, guillermo del toro's oh uh, man is he doing everything now i'd love that oh, would that be, be great yeah, yeah. <laughs> christmas <laughs> carol luke evans is ebenezer this scrooge is my story of christmas carol it is a three ghosts <laughs> come and kill scrooge and dismember him and use his body parts for tinsel that's right oh, oh too oh, much asshole listen, you want listen. cold too much asshole <laughs> listen to this olivia coleman plays the ghost of christmas past oh really I'll yeah see. okay see no i might have to watch she that can do no wrong uh that's true uh well all right this is great uh i everybody go check that stuff out in the meantime uh follow amy wherever you find her red fraggle three and also i hope chuck uh, gets through whatever this is quickly and everything's okay yeah and I, think, I think he will. It's like I say, it's a, it's just a thing that's been a nuisance for him for a while. And, um, Look, particularly n- as somebody who rides a bike, I was going to say, nobody, oh, gotcha. nobody should have okay. to live their whole life with three testicles. I'm telling you three is enough. <laughs> so Chuck you know, finally you, deciding to remove that third middle one, not a problem. He should do it. Okay. So now you, you said the thing. So now I have to yeah. kind of tell you, it's, I know, it's, it's not, like, he doesn't have a third testicle, but what is being removed is he has a large cyst 
on his right testicle, oh. and that's when he oh. removed. Oh well, then I was close. <laughs> I was right in the zone there. You sure. were pretty. You were pretty close there. <laughs> yeah, much in the zone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that's good. I did I'm... get permission from him to say that. Yeah. By the way, yeah, I asked you. him this morning. I was like, "How much or little do you want me to share on the show?" And he's like, uh, "Whatever's funny." And I said, "Okay, cool." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's our rule around here. Whatever's funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. rules never get uh, never never go out of style as far as uh, comedy. Well, I yeah. hope I but, hope yeah, that and uh, as, a, as a cyclist, you can imagine that oh, like, you know, yes, if you have a exactly. large cyst right there trying to ride your bike for like 50 miles, mm-hmm. not fun. No, right? no, not fun no, at yeah. all. Definitely not. I'm trying no, to think yeah. of any, to, any. I already have to swing those over my shoulder just to ride a bike, <laughs> let alone like, a cyst on them. like a continental soldier. Is that what you do? That's exactly right. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Of uh, well, tell him, tell him quick recovery. I hope it goes easy and well. That he's not. A, I don't want him to be awake during it because it'd be like you know burning and all that. You don't want that. Oh no no no. He's he's gonna be under general. That's why I'm hanging out here. All right. So that's good. Um, but he'll he'll do fine. And uh, Merry Christmas to him and you. And we will see you hopefully on Monday with a package opening. Cool, cool. All right. Oh, let's Bye, go. Amy. Oh, I know, right? Stupid freaking I'm opening box. mine either way, basically. I should have done, what I should have done is just given her my home address because <clears throat> she doesn't need to go through that. It's there. almost like you don't trust her or something. I know. Like, I, had I known, I would have absolutely done that, but I just, I haven't had this problem before and I, I have to think this is some Christmas thing. I don't know. Because that place yeah. is on fire right now. Apparently, it's just. Oh, some... I'm sure. I'm sure it's just that they're, you know, mom and pop place. Oh, what are we doing? We got all these boxes here. What and are we going to do? Just all of a sudden, I'm done. Nuts. Oh, no. Andy. 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 What am I doing with all these boxes? <laughs> Jack Tripper's got four girls in there. I just know it. <laughs> I'm going to go down to the Regal Beagle. I'm going to catch them this time. <laughs> Is that the name of the place, the Regal Beagle? That was the Regal Beagle. Oh, my gosh. I love that. All right. It's time for the news. Uh, It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by... Brought to you by Coverville. Yes, we are doing the Coverville Countdown, counting down the 40 greatest covers of 2022. Uh, Called together from... Over 350, uh, over 360 different cover songs that came out this year that that I have in my list, let alone the stuff that I don't have in my list. Uh, But guess what? This takes a little bit longer than I expected when I'm not able to uh, sit in front of my computer for long periods of time because of the sciatica. So, episode one won't be today, but it will be tomorrow or Saturday. Uh, which is good because I think Scott's going to have plenty of content for you to watch today between uh, Core and uh, uh, Re- Play Retro. Yeah, right? we got a lot tonight. Play, play Retro at 2.30, Core at 5. There's See, plenty of content tonight, trust me. Yeah, it would have, it wouldn't have, it would have, people would have been struggling to like, oh, do I watch, do I listen to the cover of the countdown? Do I listen to Play Retro? So now they don't have to worry about that. No. And they get extra code. Uh, code. They get extra content tomorrow. Uh, you want the extra code? code? I give you an extra code. You need it? Yeah. I give you code. It's like combining Core and Coverville and <laughs> something. You want the code? I give you code. Yeah. You want the code? Chuck's Chode. All those things together. <laughs> chode, right, exactly. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I always look forward to the countdown. So uh, watch for that, everybody. Uh, a couple quick stories and here. Without a uh, disturbed song this year, I don't know what's going to be in the top five. Oh I, don't, I really don't know. Oh, I, yeah, I. There is no disturbed song this year. No disturbed cover. They put out an entire. They put out an album this year. Didn't put a cover and it's like on the it. The first one in a long time, and no cover on it. Yeah, 
I have uh, I have a renewed uh, respect for the singer. He's like, um, he does a TikTok channel where he answers emails. Seems like a really nice guy. <laughs> really, that's yeah, cool. Like a legit dude who's just like talking to fans. Seems, I'm going seems... to answer another email. <laughs> ha ha! Or whatever he'll say. Right, exactly. Uh, here is your news story to start with. Edie Falco, famous for being uh, Tony Soprano's wife. Camilla. Camilla. Gabagool and all that. She was also Nurse Jackie and a million other things. And she's always uh, a favorite people of her and give yes. her Emmys, shower her with Emmys every time she does anything. Well, anyway, she's in Avatar 2 and oh, uh, the, really? the Way of the Water. Okay. Yep. And uh, apparently she saw she shot avatar 2 so long ago her parts in sure. it yeah that she thought it already got released and flopped <laughs> well i didn't see anything about it uh in the newspaper so it must have flopped yeah she just didn't read a thing about it but it turns out it came out just now and is doing really well Edie. uh but this is a oh, nice little great. surprise says one of the more delightful surprises in avatar the way of the water is that when Edie falco pops up as general francis ardmore a new military yeah. commander on pandora Ardmore's. Thanks, 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 Variety. Now that's not one of the more delightful surprises for anybody else. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, Variety yeah. just spoiled it. Those jerks. Yeah, exactly. I didn't realize as I was reading it. Um, it says uh, she makes. Uh, let's see. Uh, she's on a mission to make Pandora hus- uh, hospitable for the human race, as Earth is dying and the human population will soon need a permanent home. Falco was not prominently featured in any marketing material, so you'd be forgiven for not knowing that the four-time Emmy winner was playing a crucial role in the Avatar franchise. Uh, she herself didn't even know when the release plans were. During a release or an interview with ABC's The View, it's with all those ladies on The View. Yeah, Whoopi and uh, Joy Behar and then uh, the, the the revolving door of the two other chairs. Yeah, basically. those other chairs that are always somebody new. But it's just, yeah. it's just full of ladies, that place. Uh, <clears throat> Falco revealed she shot her scenes in Avatar The Way of the Water over four years ago. Wow. So much time went by between that and it's released that she simply assumed the movie opened in theaters already and didn't perform very well, which is probably what a lot of actors do. Once they're done, they're done. It's like, move on. Not, exactly. Yeah. They're not going to sit around waiting for releases and stuff yeah. like that. Maybe pre- yeah. maybe premieres, but if you're a smaller part, maybe you don't. I don't know. If you're a smaller part, probably not, right? Like, you yeah. know, I mean, I'm sure uh, Bill Murray in, uh, what is he? He's in uh, uh, Quantumania. Oh, yeah. He's in the trailer yeah. for that. I'm sure it's like, come in, do his stuff, and then just get out. Basically. Yeah, and he probably did that a year or two ago. Yeah, and I exactly. doubt he's paying any attention, but who knows? Says, oh my uh, god, we're just a little over a month away from that. I know. God, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So little time for you to finally watch Ant Man and the Wasp. I'm going to wow. carve out 90 minutes during between, well, two hours, whatever it is, between now and then. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to be ready, Brian. Ready. Okay. If we have to, we could watch it as a couch party. I'm just saying. Well, maybe we should. Yeah, I'm not saying we shouldn't. I'm saying maybe we yeah. should. Maybe you we know should. what else we should do? Or what? Uh, well, okay. So I guess Top Gun hits today. This, uh, the Top Gun yeah. Maverick deal. Yeah. I need to finally see if that was all the hype was was real because people lost their minds about that movie last year. And it's yeah. the second. Or no, did it? Did it beat Avengers Endgame finally? I think. It oh, might I have. don't know. Did it? I think it might be the highest grossing. If not, it's the second highest grossing film of all time. Oh wow! And people uh, loved it. Like raving about that damn thing. Um, you know, I can tell you, uh, it's, it's, um, it's the Force Awakens to a New Hope. Okay, interesting. 
yes. in that it's just like, hey, we're going to do a lot of that template again? Pretty much. Okay. Yes. So, okay. but, but, yeah. Hmm. Trying to think how to justify that. Yeah, I don't know if I can. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'm just now. I'm just overly curious because everybody was losing their minds. Like right I, now. Yeah. Here's, I don't, uh... here's the top list. Let me just make sure I have this right. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Oh wait, that's not correct. <laughs> okay, here it is. Uh, according Avatar. To the, yeah, I was gonna say Avatar two. Uh, two point eight four seven billion for Avatar two thousand nine. Yep. Uh, okay. Two point seven nine eight billion for Endgame. So it's still sure. there. Yep. Titanic's still there at 2.202. So where's this new one? Oh, they don't have it on this list. Hold on. Oh, new one is number 11. I can tell you. I've got the full top 20. Oh, top yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Here. There it yeah. is. Number 11. Yep. Number um, 11. 1.4 million. Uh, yeah. It's, let's see. it's all right. It's all right. It's a lot of hype. Right. I mean, that's a big position for any movie to be in, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. I wouldn't even call it my uh, one of my ten favorite movies I saw this year. Wow, it was, it was all right, but okay. it was, but not even in your, in your top ten. Not even my top ten. Not even hot, right. hot dudes playing volleyball with their shirts off. That didn't do it for him. Oh, this time it's soccer. Oh, Scott, they have to the the, the template. Uh, they had to change that bit of the template for you know for this movie. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, you when know. you first see Goose's uh, its official cover, Bill doesn't like fun. No, shut up. Shut up, Wes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so because so, you got uh, you got Goose Jr., right, with the mustache. Yeah, and when you get when his introduction is like, oh, God, really? Really? This is how you, this is how we get introduced to Goose's son? Really? Uh, with Magus? Uh, everything everywhere all at once would probably be in it would be in my top 10 maybe like uh eight seven or eight probably rr would be in there maybe mid middle of the top 10 uh what's your number one right now ah, see i don't know i'd have to really give it some thought uh it's hard for me yeah too. i can't think of one right all i can think about is barbarian because i loved it so much but oh barbarian was really good yeah, yeah glass onion comes out tomorrow can't wait to see that yeah you get the glass onion I have a feeling uh, that I'm going to really like Del Toro's Pinocchio, but I got to wait for Carter to get home. I promised her. Oh, uh, sweet. Well, we tried to watch it remotely, but her yeah. internet sucked, and uh, so we sure. couldn't do it. So yeah, I can I can tell you that uh, Black Adam, which I finished last night, is nowhere in my top ten, twenty, thirty, or forty, or fifty, or sixty, or anywhere. Damn, that high. Oh <laughs> God, it was uh, <clears throat> pretty bad. Yeah, eh? Yeah, and 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 not because of the rock. The rock was what made that enjoyable. You can but, smell uh, what he's cooking in that. You can you can you can smell it, see it, taste it. Uh, yeah. And you're and you're kind of yeah. okay with what you're smelling and tasting. It's okay. I'm okay with what I'm smelling, and I'm kind of like, oh, you know, I guess it would have been nice to have a a, a sequel. You know, a a. Uh, well, he claims James Gunn promised him that we're not done with Black Adam. So whatever that means. Okay, well, we might not be done with Black Adam, but I think we're done with The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the same. We're not done with Superman, but we're done with Henry Cavill. Well, he can, <laughs> yeah, that's true. But he claims he claims that he was told <clears throat> by Jack, or by James Gunn that he promised he he meaning The Rock would be back. Sure. But they Are didn't we, know when. So So here's the question. 
because Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, and uh, Peacemaker, the spinoff show, were uh, were James Gunn deals. They were James Gunn deals. Are they going to be part of this reboot um, that we get for uh, uh, for DC for the DCU? I would guess if I had to guess, they're going to be like Iron Man in that that was the first stab at the new the new idea and then they'll okay. just keep it will them be, around. It will be part of the I mean I don't have confirmation on that I'm just guessing here because they were yeah. both very yeah. successful both critically yeah. and audience wise I have a feeling they'd keep that I'd be surprised I'll put it that way if they didn't yeah. if they just said ah that's all done I would be shocked by that right. and I'm also okay. not 100% sure that they'll they're gonna redo or toss uh, Shazam because I think Shazam worked too um it was MCU yeah, I, so. I think so too. It's you know, uh, I think Suicide, the Suicide Squad, is is probably my favorite of the DC. I, I love that movie. Shazam is. Yeah, it was great. Shazam is up there. I love uh, the 2021 Batman. I really enjoyed that. Oh yeah, yeah. Was that but this year? Saying, no, last is that year. Lore? I don't know. I don't know. Because it's so it's so separate from everything. I know we do get a freaking Bruce Wayne and the in the alley with the pearls dropping and all that stuff mm-hmm. but uh yeah yeah i really right. liked so, it so i i hope that i hope that they're not done with that yet but we'll see yeah i hope so too not by the way i would crazy. put uh prey and nope somewhere in my top certainly my top 20 maybe not top 10 but prey prey maybe would make it in my top 10 i thought that was really good obviously. oh prey is awesome yeah. yeah um for me i was like thor love and thunder still haven't seen it uh that didn't do that well did it it's okay, right? It was okay. Yeah. Again, I think I think uh, Wakanda Forever would be higher for me than uh than Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. And Doctor Strange. The movie I'm blown away by, I'm not surprised that things like, you know, Glass Onion are getting really good reviews. Um yeah. this new living movie. It's it's Oscar era time, right? So you expect big yeah. movies that are really watch. well made. Yeah, exactly. But what I'm surprised by, what came out of left field for me, is this Puss in Boots sequel. Oh, yeah. Is currently at 96% of Rotten Tomatoes, 95% audience score, and everything I read is just like a glowing, can't believe how great this is thing. I'm like, are you kidding? A Shrek spinoff sequel? Exactly, yes. How is this even possible? But apparently it's like rad. So yeah, kind of want to see it now. Yep. Got your Antonio Banderas, your Selma Hayek, your Olivia Coleman. There she is again. There she is again. Yeah, Harvey she, Gillian from uh, from What We Do in the Shadows, and then other people got, I don't uh, know. Yeah, she's got a good agent, that uh, Olivia Coleman. Yep, she's uh, in her in her stove fortune just helps pay for it all. You know, all those right. Coleman stoves that they sell. <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, my sister Wendy will join us, and uh, we're Yay! gonna tackle an email from a listener that is an interesting one, uh, and we'll get to yeah. all that in a minute. But before we do, a song break with Brian Ibbett. Right on. Yeah, we got to listen to a song by Jake Thistle. Thistle, uh, as in thistle, really uh, entertain you. Ah, nice. I, I like it. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, he. Uh, f- uh, f- let's see. Where is this? This is. He's an instrumentalist. Uh, but he's got mesmerizing, as, as they put here, mesmerizing stage presence, a buttery rasp, insightful lyrics, and superb instrumentation. Jake Thistle is poised to become one of next, uh, become one of next year's rising stars. So, those of you who say, 
and Brian, you don't play enough uh, like country. And, and you know my feelings on country. I'm not mm-hmm. a big fan of new country music. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of don't like it with the exception of folks like Sturgill Simpson and uh, and Bluegrass and stuff like that. This I like. This I like a lot. Uh, this is Jake Thistle. Brand new single is called Ghosted Road. Enjoy it. Here's Jake Thistle. I'm staring down the barrel of this town And I try But I can't see the end of the road that leads out And I remember how you cried when you saw me right away You know I You'd think if I did
This episode is brought to you by Undeniably Dairy. Dairy farmers are more than farmers. They're climate caretakers. They see water as a precious resource. Most farmers recycle water up to four times, from chilling the milk to irrigating the crops. And some even use technology to turn manure into renewable energy. To learn more about what dairy farmers are doing to make their farms more sustainable, visit usdairy.com. Women wham wham wazzle! Lay some skin on me, dudes! Stop scrolling if you hate taking medications. The Morning Stream, the most amazing tale ever. And we're back. Tell me who that was again. That was Jake Thistle, Scott. A brand new single that he released called Ghosted Road. Uh, check it out today. Nice. Ghosted Road. Something Ghosted. familiar about that name. I don't know why. Mad Ghosted Road. Jake Ghosted Road. Very nice. It's actually a cool name. <laughs> I like that a lot. Jake Thistle? Yeah. Or yeah, the song titled Ghosted Road. Yeah. yeah. I have to show the Mad Max good. sign, even though it was it was exactly. It was it was a loose reference. It was a very I, loose. I did I did I did refer to it, so <clears throat> totally fine. It's usually me, so it's nice actually to have somebody else do it. <laughs> sure. Hi, uh, this is Scott butting in in post show to add a warning here for listeners to know that the discussion with Wendy today is all about suicide and suicide prevention and also how uh, to better help people who may be or may not be suicidal. So trigger warning, uh, that's what you're about to get. And it was a very, very good uh, conversation and discussion, but we wanted to make sure to put this warning here. Enjoy. Uh, all right, let's get this here thing going right here. It's my sister, Wendy, a professional therapist who comes on the show every Thursday and helps you with your problems and does it out of the goodness of her heart. Hello, Wendy. Hey. Hey. Hi, How's it going? Hello. Good. Hey, I uh, wanted to give you a little follow-up. You know, the the Ukrainian refugee people we were doing the whole yeah. thing for? Uh, went over there, talked to them, had a, a good time. Uh, met the they had some kids uh, one of them super into video games so we had a big long chat and he had this amazing accent and I could listen to that kid talk all day oh, and uh, anyway they were really grateful and really nice and they wanted me to pass it on to everybody who helped which you're one of them uh, so uh, thanks for that it went great oh, and nice. uh, yeah it was good the Ukrainians man they're cool the one I was telling Brian the one almost wore a track suit it was more like a sweatsuit <laughs> but it was almost a track suit and the stereotype was real man it was great love it love it <clears throat> it was amazing so anyway uh, it's good to have you back as we hurtle towards Christmas we thought we'd uh, throw an email at you. Are, you are you ready for this thing yeah it's really like heartwarming and lovely it yeah, truly right, is exactly. uh, well, the true spirit of Christmas uh, I don't know it's just it, it struck me as something that would be not only interesting to talk about, but I, I wonder how many times we we all see something like this and don't know it, For you sure. know, or pass by yeah. and not, not know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I'll get to it so that it makes sense to people. This is from somebody we're going to call Random Guys. This is hello, Scott, Brian, and Wendy. I have a question for Wendy. How can someone tell if a stranger is suicidal? The reason I ask is that the other night I could have prevented one, but didn't know I could have prevented it at the time. It was 11 p.m. or abouts, and I was getting ready for bed. I hear a crash of some kind, a flash of lights through my blinds, and the power goes out. I open my front door to investigate, and there is a large pickup that drove up to the guidelines of the pole. 
that has a streetlight. The power comes back on and I see, uh, or sorry, and the guy is out of his truck looking at what he did. I call out to him, but he doesn't answer. I put on my shoes and I walk out. He has now gotten back into the truck and is spinning his tires trying to back out. All he is doing is starting to splinter the pole. As I walk up, another guy walks up and we go and talk to him. I look under the truck while the other guy talks to what is clearly a drunk kid in his early 20s. He gets back into the truck and starts spinning his tires again. The door is open and I tell him to stop. He is going to pull the pole out and it's going to knock out our power. Uh, he's He is sorry and says how uh, says that how he messed up. Uh, let's see. We tell him, yes, it is a mistake, but it's okay. You'll get through it. And uh, he said he was just somewhere he shouldn't have been. We say we haven't. We have all been there. Uh, just get out of the truck. He gets out, gets back in several times. By the time another guy comes up and says the police are on the way, at this point, uh, we start trying to keep the guy from leaving the scene and not hurting himself or others. He is very apologetic and says he really screwed up and it's not uh, and it's not recoverable. He gets back into the truck, closes the door, and starts to try to back up again. I open the door, and he says to please just move away. I ask him to just turn off the truck. He does, and then turns it back on. I try to reach for the keys, but it's too far for me without climbing in. Uh, Before he can put it in gear, I take his arm and pull him out of the truck. He is mostly out before he grabs hold and starts resisting. Uh, The original guy that walked up uh, with us puts him in a chokehold, and we carefully lay him down on on the road and talk to him after releasing him. The third guy takes the keys. Uh, after a bit, he gets up and moves away from us down the street. Uh, that is just a loop that will come back to us. We figure he can't go anywhere. It backs, uh, sorry, it backs up to some woods with a creek. It's been raining, and that area is a swamp right now. We will just come back, or he will just come back to us. What we don't know is that he lives on the far side. The police come, tell our, t- we tell our tale. We see the guy at the end of the street walking to the park and point him out to the police. They go after him, and he runs. He says, this is how it ended. He stopped by his condo when we walked away. or hit, Yeah, his condo when we walked away. His girlfriend who lives there told police he grabbed his gun and left. Then the police chased him. Uh, he fired a shot. Huge manhunt ensues. Sirens, helicopter, police with rifles uh, and chambered, he says. It is now a shit show. It's very late now, and the police take our statements and tell us the kid shot himself in the head and died. Uh, we knew the kid was scared and tried to calm him down. He was very apologetic and polite. In hindsight, we wish we would have detained him, but didn't know he was so uh, so scared that shooting himself was his only way out or best way out. We all felt like shit. Uh, we could have stopped that kid from doing that. Just a waste. He seemed like a decent kid who was driving drunk. How do you know? Thanks, says random guy. So that's a gnarly experience. Yeah. Um, and... You know, it's easy just to say, well, how would you guys know? Of course, you wouldn't know. It's not your fault. And it isn't their fault. I mean, they right. they tried to do what they could do. But well, what do you say to someone like this who's... Because it'll haunt them a bit, you know? Yeah. Probably is now and will for the foreseeable future. They will think of it. And if, if you know, experience is anything to be looked at, whenever you see something kind of uh, harsh or shocking, I always think of that guy, that dead body they pulled out of the river when we were kids and me seeing that when the flooding was happening i i still think about that when i see a river every time i see a river my brain goes dead naked guy getting pulled out of the river um and it's always a negative experience as it should be i think i don't think it should ever be a positive <laughs> it's always, one it's always Never negative it's yeah, weird, weird yeah. right uh, it's very I strange know. i can't I figure out why but but anyway um so so i guess everybody's probably got some version of that that they can 
they can relate to here. Uh, what yeah. is what? What would you tell him if he was in your uh, special chair? <laughs> well, one would be to pro. Well, let's start out what I would tell this person, and then we'll go into sort of suicide prevention and, and understanding certain factors about that. Um, but just sort of the overarching thing was is to process this with other people, right? Um, and you know, you got to tell the story, and you've you know get support, right? So the hard thing about sometimes processing these difficult things is everyone might be tempted to say the same exact thing to you, which is, oh, it's not your fault, right? Rather than letting you get through saying the the course of, of grieving or the shock, right? Like all of this is just, you're just like ready to go to bed. And right. then suddenly this whole evening unfolds and you know, that's a lot. And so just to be able to get it all out, I think is really important. So we're helping them do that a little bit here, but just that idea of finding some safe spaces to process this. And it sounds like there were other people there maybe that live nearby that you might see again or something. Maybe there's some connecting to them um, because you all went through this thing together too, right? There's Mm -hmm. some connection to that. Um, So being very, very like, very gentle with yourself in this sense of like when something traumatic happens in any degree of trauma, um, you know, a lot of things snap into place, which tend to be how we were trained or taught or culturally molded into handling certain things. And then we have our own personalities that get involved. And then we have our own, you know, kind of all that stuff. So it may be like, you know, someone just goes home and goes to sleep and, that's that for them. (laughs) And then other people are needing to talk through it, you know, just kind of honor whatever you need. And then also recognize if your tendency is to shut that all in, that's probably a cultural norm or a family trait of like, we don't talk about hard things or something, but really processing is going to be hugely beneficial to move past trauma. So Scott, actually, let me ask this question. When you saw a dead body get pulled out of a river, Mm -hmm. did you get to process that with anybody? Well, so I don't know if you know how what happened that very day, um, but the day started or that earlier that day, I was up in that, uh, I think it was the same day, I was up in that unfinished roof of uh, Jimmy Jensen's new house yeah, with Jimmy. Um, and I'll never forget just that feeling of like, I, I, I was just hanging out and talking about school and girls and cars and you know, dumb stuff when you're 14 or 13, whatever I was. Uh-huh. And then suddenly we're like, oh, what's going on down there? I don't know. I see police. There's sirens. What's going on? Oh, my gosh. They're pulling a body out. And then we get this full view of this thing. The way I processed it was was I went home. Uh, late. It was later is my memory. I laid down on the couch and I think I was in shock uh-huh. because I woke up in like kind of a hysteria moment and barfed all over mom's ugly couch. Just <laughs> yacked. <laughs> And oh, it was this, so but it was such an ugly couch that you probably couldn't tell that I barfed. <laughs> you didn't know. No one knew. Yeah, no one knew. Sure. Um, okay. I cleaned it up pretty good. But anyway, I, yeah. I horked all over the couch. I wasn't actually sick. It, it definitely felt like nerves, you know, like mm-hmm. I was just mm-hmm. shot. And for a while, I was just like cold and shaky and just, yeah. I think, shock, honestly, like, mm-hmm. like actual mm-hmm. clinical mm-hmm. shock, not, well, what a shocking event. I mean, like actual shock you'd be. Yeah, you know, diagnosed with or whatever, and um, mom was like, you know, I remember, I remember mom and dad arguing about whether they, I should go to the hospital for this or not. 
And they decided mm-hmm. not to because I was like cogent at some point and was fine. But um, that was literally maybe the most processing I did because <laughs> I don't wow. I don't think I even really had a, like a deeper conversation after that. It's just always now been like a story I tell. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. A thing that I saw. So I never so really you, did, you know. So you processed your stomach and that was about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I processed okay. like a panic attack or if that's what it yeah. even was. That may have been the first one I've ever experienced, actually, now that I look back on it. Um, yeah, so I don't know why uh, you're like nervous kid or anything. No, it doesn't make sense <laughs> at all, does it? doesn't make sense. No, oh, weird. Oh, wow. oh, weird. How yeah. strange. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, okay. So the answer is no, you've never processed it. Okay, so it actually gives a good example of how vivid, like, you can't see a river without having this memory. And everyone might be like, yeah, yeah, that's normal. Well, that's normal for your generation. <laughs> um, meaning like the, you know, mom and dad are like, wow, he's having a physical reaction. Maybe we get help for that. But often historically there has not been like, hey, something hard just happened in your life or you just saw something traumatic. Should we talk to someone about it or even talk to us, talk through it and, you know, just even have the skill set to do that. Uh, you know, pretty rare, probably yeah. around the eighties in your life. Sure. Um, and so we take that as, you know, it's not like you're the poster child for li- liquid trauma does long-term, but it does unprocessed trauma long-term, um, has incredible effects on people and usually health effects, right? Because it, it can act as a stress. So let's, we'll just play this up a little bigger. Let's say every time you past a river, you had a panic attack. Mm-hmm. Let's say you avoided ever going near rivers. Right. Um, you know, like you can see how this gets deeper and deeper and it at, and, uh, you know, can cause distress in ways that, you know, over a lifespan, you know, cause heart disease, stuff like that. Um, okay. So, so that being said, right. Like this processing is my main advice, like having a free, safe place to go through that and not letting everyone just tell you it's not your fault because that's not how processing works. So everyone think in your mind, the last time someone came to you to vent something and you just, it was so hard not to just solve it or quickly try to make them feel better so you could feel better. Like this is very human it, to just be like, oh, you're seeing that weird. No, that's not what's happening. And f- every once in a while, that's what someone needs. They need to have someone talk through it with them and help them make sense. But most of the time, there is just a, it's like a biological requirement to process through something you've you've seen. And so I should be clear about one thing. We have learned this is, you know, after, and I've talked about this before, but after natural disasters, you've got a lot of people who want to come and help or, you know, a large difficult, you know, school shooting or something like that. And, and so, you know, all these clinicians are like, let's go help. Right. So they would go. And what we have found is that trying to process while someone is still in shock, um, can actually deepen the trauma. And so you can't go deep then that's just triage processing or triage presence sometimes. that's why animals are the perfect therapists, right? They don't make you have to dig or anything, but there's a comfort and a grounding and a settling first. So we've learned that for the most part. So now you barfing and being in shock, not the time for them to say, how are you feeling? That's not quite the time. Yeah. So just making that clear. (laughs) And then, you know, maybe the next day might've been a time to talk about it. Just saying. Okay. Uh, when you know better, you do better, right? That's yeah. that's what a generational difference is. But what we find is that um, 
sort of that processing and putting in order, people go through ranges of, of different emotions and it just doesn't stick the way it sticks when it cannot be discussed. That's why trauma that is based in secrecy in any form is definitely the worst version. Um, and, you know, mm-hmm. sticks very deeply for people because it just screams <clears throat> it's not safe, it's not safe, it's not safe. And so your body's like, yeah, forever. Mm-hmm. I will not be safe, right? Yeah, um, I guess. And I never, okay. I never really stopped. I think I've never thought about this, but I've always, there's been plenty of rivers in my life since then. And it was always fine. That same river. I still, I still went swimming in that little weird swimming hole off the bridge there. And, and, um, mm-hmm. where we lived, I still did that years later. I still, I don't know, fished a few times in rivers, went down a river, did a river trip with a big giant roaring river. Like that, I never even, I never connected that for some reason. I just connected. We're pulling a dead human body out of a thing and it was never the river it was this just this this body and and the fact that and someone's saying oh the the river was so rough and it was so deep it tore all of his clothes off like that i remember like just feeling like what would be worse what's worse than drowning drowning and then them pulling you out of the river naked right. like as silly as that sounds that's in my head is like insult to injury moment you know like it's one thing if you leave this mortal coil it's another thing if you're in your freaking bathing you know your your birthday suit at age 35 or whatever the guy was and i just could not get that out of my head it was so weird yeah anyway. yeah. yeah and and trauma does a particular thing uh especially sort of witnessing something i mean you notice when there's a car accident and everyone's rubber necking and have slowing i mean slowing down and having to look there is a there is a piece of um us that needs to see something uh maybe to understand it and to not be that thing right to prevent that thing from happening to you yeah um it's it's a safety response you know visually that's one of our dominant senses as humans and and so that's how we get in that information so those images get burned in your brain right like this naked 35 year old pulled from a river is the image burned in your brain Mm -hmm. Um, and that's because your whole system is designed to like, never let that happen to you. Don't get in that car accident. Don't, you know? Um, and so it's, uh, and everyone's a little different in what they, they're drawn to look at or not. But again, it's about prevention and safety and survival to some extent. Right. Okay. So let's, let's go to the emailer. So this is traumatic for them. I want them to process. Um, clearly we we have a, a situation where unless you are, a trained first responding type clinician, you are not going to see this for what it became. You just, you just wouldn't see that. Um, and, and then should you even seek to find that out is, is what's questionable about this story for me is like the things he would have had to say and do to find out if this kid was suicidal. I just don't know if anyone would do like, it's so out of the norm to be like, Hi, I'm just watching a kid ran into a pole. He was drunk driving. Like, that's crappy. Let's, you know, help you out and try to, you know, we're going to get the police here. You're just, you're just dadding it, you know, like, how let's just make this better and make sure everyone's okay. And, you know, everyone brings whatever skill set to that moment is at that moment. And it's not, it's not going to be in anyone's mind, even probably a trained clinician to be like, let me ask you the five questions to determine if you're going to take your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, those, those things happen in a sequence that 
went out of the control of this person or whoever else was there to make any real difference with. And that's, that's tricky. What they would have had to do is physically restrain this person. And that gets questionable, com- com- right? Complicated. Yeah. Like, really complicated. I, I think if you, you know, if you're, you're, you're just sort of holding them down until somebody comes, whether that's the cops or whoever you've called family, whatever, yeah. That's one thing, I suppose. But it doesn't sound like this was that simple. No. And also, they're well, not wanting to do that. But, oh, man, you're putting f- yourself at risk, and yeah. you have no idea. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 asking a lot of just a person about to go to bed to come out and, you know, manage all of this, right? Yeah. And that's what makes it it's really hard, because you can always second guess, well, I could have tried this, or I could have done this. But if you really think about, like, what would anyone do? Um, and I think, I think they did the thing that anyone could and should do, which was try to deescalate any situation. You know, the kid was going to run that pole over and then knock all the power out, maybe really harm himself or others. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. so they were, you know, doing the thing they needed to do and, and then it takes off running. Mm -hmm. So are you going to chase the 20? I didn't, he didn't say how old he was. No, he didn't um, say. The emailer. He says kid, um, but that could be. Well, they. they no, no, the, the emailer. The emailer. Oh, how old the emailer is. No, no, he didn't yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're also 20 and super in shape, then go for it. But, you know, <laughs> it's maybe not what's always happening in life. And so you just don't, you just don't know. And, and that's really tricky. So, so I don't know if I would do anything differently or, or even advise anything differently because I think there's other risks we don't know. And that's kind of how stories work, right? one thing led to another thing, an unintentional consequence or whatnot. I don't, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Clearly there, there was way more going on than anyone there had any sense of, which, which gets to, and we can go back to the actual story if you would like to, but which gets to this bigger, broader conversation though, about how do you spot typically someone you know well or care about who is having suicidal feelings mm-hmm. versus this quick five minute interaction with someone who's clearly drunk. So you wouldn't have a sense of anything actually. Right. right. And, and even in those circumstances, so maybe first responders have, you know, there's training that's like you make sure you remove any way, you know, they're, they're just built to think differently about those situations than, regular people just trying to help out. Right. Right. Um, but so let's just talk about that briefly with other people. So I'm going to just ask you guys what you think is good conversation to have. That's helping prevent suicide. Good conversation to have. Yeah, like, How would anyone do this? And maybe you're at a coffee shop with a buddy. <laughs> like we don't have to make it a drama <laughs> scene, you know, but like, mm. because is this like a co- normal question you guys ask all your friends? Like, well, are you feeling suicidal? Yeah, yeah, exactly. How are you doing these days? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, the, right. if you sense that and, uh, without going into any details, uh, somebody that I text with yesterday, um, started expressing, you know, like, uh, some, some depression issues and, and, uh, uh, said something like, you know, it's a struggle some mornings getting up. And, uh, so I went into, I went into like, it's like a, like, you know, my, my, my template for doing this, but, uh, you know, it's, it's obviously everything kind of gets amplified this time of year with, 
with uh, the holidays and kind of that for solitude of being inside because of the cold weather and, and seeing other people having these great holidays and no matter how good yours is, you kind of always look at the other people and saying, seeing how theirs is. So you just, you've got to look at it in the perspective that this, this too shall pass, right? You'll, you'll, uh, we all go through, uh, peaks and valleys as somebody in the tadpole said a few minutes ago it, and this is just a valley you're going to be out of it don't mm-hmm. worry you've got to uh, we're here to get you through that valley we love you and and uh yeah. and we're there for you so you just gotta you'll get you'll you'll make it through this valley to the next peak yes and and if you think about what friends can do right and this yeah. is where you know you, if you had a professional say to you in an assessment, like, oh, you'll get over it. Like, it'll happen. You know? Yeah. And, and certainly Very different to, story. to phrase it like that, like, ah, shake it <laughs> off. You'll be fine. No, but, I know you're not. I know but you're yes. Not. But I mean, definitely like a, look, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're here for you to help you yes. get through this. Yes. That's awesome. Right. And yeah. so, so let's actually differentiate what sure. you would do as a professional versus what you would do as a friend. So as a friend, um, yeah, as a friend, you are like, I mean, clearly you're, you're not going to be like, all right, I'm going to ask you these six questions and I need to know all the truth and the answers, but you can, and here's what is, is the challenge for everyone, including professionals is this is a very hard conversation to have. Sometimes it's really hard Yeah. to even bring up. Every one of us is scared of the word in some form. Right. And it, because what if the person says, yes, well then what do I do? You know? So it's a bit of the, you know, taboo is not the right word, but just like, it's such a difficult conversation to have. And so there's this thing called um, mental health first aid. You guys maybe heard that reference before. And it's a a very in-depth training. Um, I, I know of someone who goes around Kansas, rural Kansas, and teaches mental health first aid to farmers, basically, um, because it is such a it, it's such a cool job. On on one hand, because you are really going to a group of people who have, you know, historically maybe not had a lot of access to mental health training, and you know maybe you know talking about your feelings on a farm hasn't been <laughs> the number one thing people do, yeah. and so you're really giving this. A group of folks, a way to understand their own mental health as well as their coworkers and family members and loved ones. I mean, I don't, you guys can all Google the statistics, but you know, it's something like twice the number of murders or deaths. I mean, the death rate and the, the, the suicide rate and how it's increased dramatically in the last couple of years and definitely in the last 20, um, it's, it's a problem, right? And so everyone's trying to address it in every which way that they can. And so I wish what could happen, though, is mental health first aid was just taught in school and that it was just, a, you know, all right, you're going to get your driver's license. Also, you need this quick training yeah. on mental health first aid. Because really what we have found is a way to save a life is comes down to asking a couple hard questions and then getting helping the person get help. So you don't have to be an expert. So I'm going to do this thing, or I'm going to read you sort of what a professional needs to do in order yeah. to assess. So you can just see how hard it <laughs> well, is. And that is, that should be the first thing as a friend 
is yeah. to not to say, oh, you need to go, you go talk to somebody, but it's like you need to, that is kind of where the direction needs to, to go as a friend, unless you're trained yeah. to do all this stuff. It should be, hey, let me help you find somebody who can do a better job of this than me. So yeah, let's, yes. let's, uh, let's, let's talk yes. about the questions. But I will be there for you and I will help you get right. there. And like, exactly. you, you know, that support is huge because a couple of mental things that are happening when folks are suicidal, we should have a warning on this show, by the way. Yeah, we probably could have done do like a oh, yeah. thing at the top or right. something. Yeah. So yeah. here's your official warning. Yeah. <laughs> it's way too late. Sorry. I'll go. I'll um, put it. I'll put it in post for the recorded one, which is how ninety okay. percent of people get it. So please yeah. do that. Yeah. And let me just explain why you do that. Why is that important to have a warning when suicidal thinking, action, behavior is discussed? Is there is an interesting, unfortunate sort of contagion that can occur. Um. And it's, it's very triggering. And a lot of people might be walking around kind of fighting a balance of wanting to be alive or not. And so yeah. when you just talk about it, it's like, and so this is an, another reason why we're concerned to even bring up the topic because we don't want it to be happening. Um, and so people will just kind of continue to suffer alone because it's not safe to talk about this topic. So then when a show has it as, you know, part of the, the drama or the whatever, and they put warnings, they do that because, you know, if you're going to be triggered by this, you need to know that's coming and maybe avoid it altogether because it can push you into places, darker places in your brain that you didn't know, you know, were there. So that's why that's important. Um, Okay. So, so let's just take someone comes into my office or, or is being referred to a hospital or someplace for an assessment. You know, you, you get really, detailed, but one of the, probably the most important thing is that you are asking questions in a non-alarming matter of fact way. And so let's just talk about that for a moment. Okay. So, uh, pick a person in your life that if you said a particular thing to, would they just freak out automatically? Right. Like could be that your grandma, we do not talk about that. Or, you know, there's just, it's, it's sort of built in the cultural norm that this is not something that can be talked about. There, there, yeah, there are landmines that you just know Mm -hmm. to stay away from. Yes. Mm -hmm. Totally. Um, And so you have that, that happening for the most people are thinking, or have some version of this with, with suicide or have, you know, definitely prior to the last few years where we're, I think we're slightly more open to discussing it. But um, anyway, so you are afraid that your thinking is the, you're the only one. It is an incredibly isolating experience to have your brain take you to those places where you think everyone's better off without you. So in that brain state, the other person saying, you are thinking about what? I mean, you can imagine just yeah. how much harder you're going to make things if they have to now take care of your. They already have, feel like they can't tell you, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why yeah. that's so important. Yeah. Now they have to. Now they have to spend time calming you down. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. Treating and you, lying to you yeah. by right. lying to you. That's right. what they'll have to do, which makes yeah. them feel even more alone and unsafe, right? And I understand what I'm asking here, and and you know, obviously. Professionals train for this and have to work on it. Um, and one thing that has really helped me in this whole process is knowing if they're talking to me, they are not harming themselves right that minute, right? Like sure. 
they are not choosing suicide because they are actually in my office. They, they drove there and could have taken their lives many times on the way. They didn't. They're in front of me. And that has, yeah. that has helped me really calm down that part of me that's like, oh, you know, because none of us want someone to die. Right. right. Everyone right. wants everyone to be okay. And so it really can, can really heighten that. I got to do this right. Or I don't want to get sued. What you know? And there's all these thoughts that I think um, professionals have had for years with this and you work long enough, you figure out some of this stuff, but recognizing like you're there, you, you, you need help is the safest place for them to be in that moment. And so that has really helped me. Um, but you have to get, into the, the sort of details to yeah. know how to help somebody. Right. Okay. So again, this is professionals. This is not your neighbor, but we'll talk about that in a second. Okay. So you would ask very specifically sort of, are you having suicidal thoughts or thoughts of harming yourself? You know, you just kind of can use all the little words until you, you know, feel like they are hearing what you're saying and making it clear that it's okay. If they do, people have those thoughts, you know, um, and then you can just put it in some other terms, like, do you ever wish you could sleep and not wake up or wish you were dead? Um, and then you get more specific about, you know, have you thought about how you might do it? So the plan is really one of the, the, the ways we understand how far someone is along if they've thought through a plan. Oh, um, and I then see. you can ask specifics of, of like about the plan. Do you, like you say, well, I've thought about you know, taking pills. And then it's like, have you been collecting pills? What do you have in your house? Like you can start to get right. more specific. Right. And the and more specific you, you get, yeah. the more you can, the more that'll tell you right about how, how, how deep in this are we, how yes. up yes. to the edge so are we. Yeah. Ideation planning, you know, those are, those are more alarming signs. So, uh, you know, maybe everyone has thought, well, like, I'd like to go to sleep and not wake up tomorrow. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to dig <laughs> to find out because there's socially acceptable things to say, like I'm really depressed or I just want to be in bed all day. And we can all hear that and go, Oh yeah, that's rough. I get that. And then it's the sort of going deeper in the next step. And so what we found is even in this mental health first, first aid is sort of a piece of this is training regular people to know how to ask a couple of these questions in a way that will increase the likelihood of someone being safe. And yeah. so it would be, you know, have you, are you having suicidal thoughts? Right. And if the person says yes, or, you know, you know, and some of, some of that going back to kind of the skill set, and this is what's hard is normalizing that this can happen. And I, th- I would think, I think one of the main things I've had to do with clients who have been suicidal is to reassure them. I'm not going to run them to a police station right then yeah. or drop them off. Uh, immediately at a hospital that I am willing to talk through all of this with them first. Yeah. Cause that's another thing, you know, it's, it's like a two edged sword. I I want, I have so much going on that I don't know if I can do anymore. Um, But if you take me to a hospital, then my life falls apart. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's really difficult. So, so when we go back to this emailer, there's no way you can have done any of these things, right? Any right. of these yeah. things. None of these. None of this are, is part of that exchange that he had. You can't. There's no. There's no setup for that. Right. Yeah. And this is someone sitting in my office with the whole intent that they could share something with me confidentially, and we can get there. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's still um, having to work through that. And ninety percent of my success in these kinds of cases, I think, is just my demeanor. Mm. It truly is like. 
I got you and we're going to talk through all these yep. things. Nothing you're going to tell me is going to scare me. Yeah. You're in um, a safe place. You know, I'm, I'm a safe person to talk to. This isn't a trick. Yeah. You're not trapped here. Yeah. All that stuff. Absolutely not. And we will, there is help and there is a way. And, and once your brain starts to do some of this thinking, it's hard to get it to stop. It's kind of like a neural pathway has been built and we have to learn how to get it to do other things. Um, but it's probably not just going to stop doing that by itself. Right. And that's, you know, so you're building hope and you're creating that, like, this is safe and you're not alone. Um, and those type of things. And I can help you get the help that's going to do this type of thing. Um, now if it's just your friend or your fellow farmer and you're seeing some signs you're concerned about. So some, some of those signs could be, you know, mentioning some of these hopeless things. Um, there's very commonly the thinking that truly others are better off without you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when we're getting into some scarier territory. Um, if they give away things that are cherished to them and they're sort of, it, it's like they're detaching from the, their physical possessions and different things. Um, the other sign is, and this is what has always been so difficult is, um, someone is struggling and then they suddenly seem happier um, is actually a really big red flag mm-hmm. um, because often they're struggling with the decision. So ideation, think of it as kind of being tortured, right? With this idea and the idea could solve all your problems, but then yeah. also it's going to hurt someone. And like, you're just battling. So when someone gets to peace about the decision, um, they can seem like everything's better. And everyone's like, well, great. And it's actually more concerning, but people don't see that till the, in, in they see it in retrospect it's too late yeah, yeah exactly right so that's why i mean i think if you know um you take the symptoms you're seeing before seriously and that's why learning some basics of you know mental health first aid is um though we can all relate and we, we none of us are immune from any of this these experiences um but if you can see someone really struggling and you're having some of these conversations and you can pick up that there's maybe not not plans for improvement or I'm going to get help or I've talked to my doctor or, you know, some other things, then you, you know, you're a little more concerned. Um, Let me ask you this tiny side note because it's been, keeps popping up my head. So I think it's worth asking. Yeah. Um, My experience in my life, which is the only experience I can go off of. That's why I'm telling it from my perspective has been um, for those who I, who I've known throughout my life that have taken their own lives. Mm-hmm. they were always people that no one had any idea. Mm-hmm. It just, no one knew. No one said anything. You went, wait, he was the captain of the football team. What are you talking about? Like stuff like that. And then those who I know who were talking about it all the time or sometimes just outright threatening it or, you know, just discussing about how maybe, maybe I don't need to be in this world anymore. Those, you know, just kind of being outwardly mm-hmm. talkative about their depression or their feelings or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're all still here. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying they're crying wolf. That's not my point. Cause I don't think that's true. Which I'll say something about that in a second. Okay. So um, but, and, and we don't have to get into details, but you and I have specific familial experience with a situation like this where it was always being threatened, but it was difficult to tell whether that, you know, that was being used against people or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, so, so I guess what I'm saying is it feels like the the ones, or it always has felt like the ones that are this, the ones that are really going to go through this, we just didn't have any idea. And so 
we can only help those who are vocal because or or that show outward signs but those who aren't i don't know how you get to those people i don't know what you're supposed to do because and 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 just from experience they seem to be the ones that actually go through with it but we didn't know so anyway i don't know what your thoughts are on that or if that's even worth brian did you have something you want to say no, I uh, know. I was just, just oh, okay. yeah. You were you were uh, humming along. Okay, awesome. Um, well, <laughs> I just didn't know if you were humming along. Yeah. boob. This is such an easy topic. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so so let's just talk about that briefly because you're you're hitting on why this is so difficult and why mental health first aid really should be as common as physical uh, first aid in in that it's just about knowledge and understanding and having a better grasp on these things for ourselves. Right. If, if you have, you sit through a a training that talks about this and you're like, I've had all those experiences. Oh, and here are all the solutions to help me with that. You know, that'd be one thing, right? Right. Uh, We don't do that in any direct ways through education. And I think it's, unfortunate right and so so there's that piece of maybe um just more systemically improving access to good information that way and and having it be put in instead of it's just always it's always optional uh but it matters right okay so there's that but then there's also this you know um the people who are talking about it either because somebody heard them and could then offer them guidance or help um, or they're processing out loud might be some of that difference. People who just kind of quietly um, go about this tend to be isolated. I mean, there's signs much earlier too. Um, and just most of us aren't looking for them. And some people are really hiding them. That can happen as well. Um, but so often it's a couple factors that really drive this is the belief that it's helpless. So if I keep everything inside, I only have my inner world to decide if things are hopeless mm-hmm. and there's no way out, right? right. Um, if I'm saying it out loud, someone else is going to say, like, well, like, like Brian, your description of this supportive, like, this is a valley and we will walk with you through this valley. Like, yeah. once you know there's someone else with you, it's a really different ball game, right? Um, and so, you know, I think it requires families to get better at communicating in these particular ways it's communities schools i i know this mental health first aid training is they're attempting to go to all law enforcement and firefighters and you know because you're you're killing two birds with one stone sorry for the pun mm-hmm. but like you're getting the the workers who have are going to have to deal with this on the front line but also them for themselves right mm-hmm. um so let's just talk really briefly about the attention seeking version of this um, cause that is a thing and can happen. And unfortunately causes, a disruption for the other versions of suicidal, you know, feelings and ideations and that type of thing, because people can get a little bit like, well, they just want attention. And if you think about just the origin of that, oh, right? I hate that though. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. We're like, Oh, you just want attention. And, and here's the thing. There is someone who needs attention and then they threaten suicide and then people just say, oh, no, they still need attention. They still need attention. <laughs> like yeah. It's not even maybe for suicidality at all, but there is something going wrong. And and so I, I think of this as like parenting a kid in terms of um, 
teaching them not to steal, right? This yeah. is, this goes back, Scott. You and I probably both have this exact experience. Yeah. You steal something when you're five, your mom marches you back to the store, makes you apologize and pay for it. Yep. And, you know, you get an immediate uh, lesson on a thing and it works because you don't ever want to do that again, yeah. right? And I don't mean it's as a punishment, but as a, as a general rule, take anyone's suicidal threats seriously. You don't even have to decide. Yeah. You just take it as if that is a fact because it will, first of all, the person will learn, oh, I get a ton of medical attention if I do this. <laughs> and that's maybe just exactly what they need. It also may be, you know, my boyfriend broke up with me and I'm going to kill myself if he doesn't, you know, call me back. Okay. Well, then send in the big guns and say, well, all right, you said this and we take it very seriously. And I think schools are doing a slight, or at least our school district is doing a slightly better job at, of just not messing around at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it kind of, it, lear- it, 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 people will learn like, oh, that's not the way to get that attention or they're going to get that attention that they need. Right. So that's my default. Anyone jokes about it. I was just like, okay, so real quick, <laughs> like I don't, you know, I just take it seriously. And I, I, I know that's hard in a family dynamic where there's a kid who's always like, don't love me or you're not dealing, you know, and then they, they escalate to that type of thing. I mean, it needs to be just the alarm bell that like, Oh, we need to take their need for help seriously. Yeah. Even if, even if, see, this is how I look at it. Even if it's somebody who is purposely using it as a tool to antagonize people in their lives, Even yeah. if that's the case, and I'm sure there are cases of this, you know, everyone's different. If that's the case, that's still a proper cry for help. Uh-huh. Like it's still, it's still, even if they have no intention of yeah. committing suicide, there's something, there's a hole that needs filling and you can help with that. Like you don't, you don't need to see yeah. it as like, oh, they're just like, it isn't this binary exchange. No, it's a, usually an attachment problem. Right. They, right. they are feeling very insecurely attached for whatever reason to people in their lives. Something's not okay. And right. they need help. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Um, I, so there's two things I hope come out of this. Yeah. People who are perhaps experiencing those feelings or know somebody who is, I hope some of this was helpful for you. I really hope it was so we can save some lives, but also okay. I hope this dude doesn't get too hard on himself for second guessing everything he did that night. Cause yeah, I don't know any of us who would have handled any of that any differently. Right. Like that's not, that's the funny thing is here. It's not like there was a point where I go oh, there was your mistake. There was not, you didn't do any of that. No. And also there were plenty of people just sat in their apartments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. And, and I think of, you know, uh, Mr. Rogers, you know, look for the helpers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think there's, there's a lot of helpers among us and, the more we're ready to help in ways that are effective or great. Right. But like just the kindness of some strangers trying to help a kid is yeah. just heartwarming and it's really tragic in the end. Yeah. Um, but, but the reality is this is more and more uh, a risk and the more guns we have, the higher the risk of successful suicides are. And we can look at all the stats through the, the world and the States, you know, more guns, it's easier because it's, these moments, in fact, they've, they've sort of narrowed it down to like a five minute window mm-hmm. of where it's just 100% convincing in your brain to end it all. Mm-hmm. And if you can get through that five minutes, and that's why people will turn themselves in, they will 
go to a, you know, when they get that desperate, that they need to not be alone. Mm-hmm. And that five minutes with a gun works much faster than five minutes when you're trying to figure out a plan. And that's, right. that's what's, um, the, the, the future of this is, is tricky. And that's why we always have to, again, do the caveat and the warning. So please put it on here is just, it can just even the topic and the can trigger people, but also I hope it at least triggers this, that there is so much good help for this. Mm-hmm. This isn't a permanent state. Even just the window where people take their lives is, is a short window. Yeah. Um, and getting help and, you know, getting out of that place is that's maybe not a short journey out. And, and that's difficult. Sometimes it is. Um, sometimes just having somebody know, I found that very frequent. If someone just knows I'm thinking these things, there's so much relief. You're just not alone. Yeah. Um, and so, so seek out that help. And if you struggle to find it in any form, send us an email and we will find it, help you find it. Heck yeah. Because yeah, do, absolutely. We want uh, you here. Send yeah. uh, send emails to themorningstream at gmail.com. Text us at 801-471-0462 or uh, any of the methods you can get a hold of us. We would be happy yeah. to DM. help you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Never yeah. never not willing. Uh, awesome. Well, Wendy. Uh, Merry big, Christmas. Big Christmas plans. <laughs> you, you do anything it's exciting? It's actually a very appropriate topic for this time of yeah, year. Yeah, it is. That's a depressing yeah. time of year. It's January that I hate. This disorder. Yeah, yeah, that's when I get wow. grumpy is right around January. Oof. We'll see how I do this year. <laughs> Uh, are, we'll you, uh, in are you? Are right uh, you? Are you? First Tuesday in November. That's right. <laughs> are you uh, doing any big uh, plans? Are you going anywhere? Are you just at home with the kids? Uh, we just yeah, we just do a little fun cabin trip up north and uh, play in the snow with some friends, and that's it. Yeah, kind careful because we've got. We cold. currently have. I mean, and you guys had some good snowstorms. We have. I mean, it snowed ten inches last night. Jeez. So we are. It just looks like a flipping frozen Christmas card everywhere. So it's great. That's but great. January, it doesn't. It looks like. What's the, the, what's the temperature in the Twin Cities 80. right now? How cold is it? Oh, it's super warm. Let me tell you. Really? Um, you know, I don't know. It's only negative 10. It is negative 7. Oh, it's not so bad. Brian, you got colder weather than windy. How do you feel uh, about that? Well, there's uh, negative 8 right now, so we're just beating you by wow. 1. What's your negative what's eight? your Humidity index. Let's just let's fight. It's probably Colorado. I think it's a uh, pretty dry. <laughs> zero. Yeah. <laughs> zero okay. humidity. You're like Utah. No, we don't get any of that. Index would be right now. I guess we have yeah, some. I'm at seventy four percent. So. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So that feels worse. A right lot worse. Yeah, and that wind is just like. Woo. Yeah, it's great. Damn so good. remind me why I live here in January. Just all right. Me. Well, winter wonderland aside, have a fantastic holiday. Uh, Merry yeah. Christmas to you and all the kids and to Adam and everybody. And we will see you next time, next year. Okay, no, well, are you here next week? I don't remember. Remind me. Wait, what? Are you here next week, next Thursday? Uh, No. Okay, I that's right. You're gone. Making a snowman. So yeah, happy, next week now, but then, then happy new year. May 2023 bring uh, Wendy and, and her family uh, nothing but, I don't know, cool deals Sorry. at Walmart. I don't know. I what. have a kid who will move out this next year. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Abraham on the road. That's weird. I know. It's going to be amazing. All right. Uh, Yeah. Happy New Year to you guys, too. We'll see you next year. All right. Bye now. Don't drink. She doesn't drink. (laughs) Uh, Does that mean we're not getting her next next Thursday? Yeah. Thursday's Thursday's out. That sounds like she'll be up at the uh, the doodah. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right, we are done with the show. Nice long one today, but that's okay because, you know, big holiday coming up. And, uh, 
and I really do hope today's segment helps somebody because I don't know. I just don't. For sure. I don't yeah. want anyone getting hurt. Come on now. No. Um, let's get to uh, just mentioning this, that our Patreon is how things flow. It's how it works. It's how we're able to stay uh, on top of stuff and keep things moving. If you would like to help us out and be a part of our Patreon, you can do it at patreon.com slash TMS. And uh, a quick note, uh, I believe tomorrow we will be able to get in a uh, couch party. That's the plan right now. Okay, good. I think yeah, we're seeing way of water, uh, but we, you know, if we're doing a, if we're doing a Ms. Marvel, plenty. Let the the final episode of Ms. Marvel, plenty of time. Oh, perfect. We'll do our finale. No, that's awesome. We'll do that. Oh, a little bit of bad news about couch parties. I forgot to mention this. Oh no. Uh, New couch. No, whenever I put the video version up anywhere, I our get couches d- pull out, but we don't. <laughs> I get DMCA takedowns every time I've done it. Oh yeah, sure. So I had it on one service. They they did takedowns. I'm like, all right, well, what weird clandestine dark web place can I put it next? Sure. And I've tried everything, including archive.org. Oh. They had they issued takedowns. I don't know where no, to put these is, files. This is a new thing, actually. I just got an email from Patreon yesterday that we can now like there. There's now video. Uh, we can now put. Uh, video on Patreon, sort of. Where is it? So I checked into that. Oh, is it? Okay, you did. All right. They will do. Pay, they will do DMCA takedowns of any copyrighted material. Oh, they will. Okay. So I can't do that either. Uh, also, we have a grandfathered account, which doesn't have that feature yet, which kind of sucks. But it also oh, means sucks. we get we get better we get better payout percentages because we're still on the original. Sucks plan. being a grandpa. I know, right? It's the worst. Uh, <laughs> so I'm trying to figure something out. I'm not going to do anything too weird because I don't want to send people down funny links. But right, right. Um, here's that's right. Our our uh, visit our go check out our episode at fileupload.com.ru yes, or yep. something. <laughs> now audio 100% no problem. That's still sure. will still sure. be a thing. What I'm thinking is I have an AWS uh, bucket oh, with sorry, Amazon. Yep. I might yep. be able to do like a week to week thing where I'll put like a 4 gig video file up there and then right. it goes away when the next one gets posted. Does that make sense? Sure. sure. So I'm figuring it out. I like that yeah. you guys get to watch it. And for those who can't be there live, I it just, oh, man, copyright's weird. It just shouldn't work this yeah. way, but it does. Anyway, that's it for that. I could do torrents, I guess. Oh, that sounds like a nightmare. Ugh. Oh, you know what? Somebody could do a, someone's Plex server could host these. Get a hold of me. <laughs> we'll come up with something. <laughs> Gallifrey? Gallifrey? Yeah, somebody got a, you know, a little bit of room on that hard drive there. Hmm. Not a bad idea, actually, yeah. Anyway, uh, that'll do it for us. Thank you all for listening. Again, tonight, lots of content uh, happening here. If you want to watch Play Retro, that'll be at 2.30. Uh, core will be at 5. And uh, there is one more Core this year. Next next week, we'll be doing our Best of the Year uh, special episode, so you're going to want to hear that. Um, and then, like Brian said, Coverville tomorrow or Saturday. Watch for that. And oh. I think that's everything. Okay. I think that's it. Brian, if that's it, play a song then you know i guess i could yeah uh speaking of people we know and love that we've talked to earlier in this episode uh red fraggle wrote in or texted or discord or i don't know she used our she used as everybody else should use our method of getting requests in which is by going to frogpants.com slash tms don't don't do it a different way yeah no special treatment for people that come on and do guest spots okay exactly get your ass where all the plebeians go that's how it works Exactly. So uh, this one's uh, from Amy in honor of Chuck's surgery today. Uh, No, no particular reason we're choosing this particular song with this particular title. 
but uh, this is going out to uh, to Chuck, and mm-hmm. it's a, a cover of Miley Cyrus's "Wrecking Ball." Uh, <laughs> Brian didn't tip uh, me off said, on this. this; is news to me. I love it. That's amazing. <laughs> she says, "Let's test the ship's phasers for good luck." Yeah, let's do that. Uh, thanks, on. and please forgive me. This was Chuck's idea. She says, "Signed, Amy." Uh, where's where's phasers? Ah. Let's test the ship's phasers. There it is. There it is right there. Yeah. Uh, by the way, can I just say how glad I am that Amy shipped out our boxes before any of these surgeries and removals of body parts occurred? Because I could just imagine someone oh, less man. scrupulous yeah. what they would send us for for surprise Christmas presents. Yeah, I'm oh. glad that you had those, those parts before you. Yes, ship before yes. you remove. That's the yes, rule. Yes, exactly. Shipped before uh, those parts removed. All yeah. right. How about a cover of Wrecking Ball? This one done by Rustic Overtones. This is so good. It changes the song up so much. Uh, from the album uh, Mood Box, collected music by Rustic Overtones from 2014. Here is Wrecking Ball. <laughs> in vain you jumped never asking why we kissed i fell under your spell love that no one could deny don't you ever say i just walked away i will always want you
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>